Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Yeah, here I am. Thank you very much for joining me. It's uh, the 14th of the ninth month, September 2021, and it's a Tuesday, so Sue's should be there. Hello? Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Slightly slightly slow on the uptake there. Hello. Hello, I made it. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. I know. I, I mean I feel the same way. I I was I, I was staring at something too. Um and and almost forgot that I was yeah, doing I just, the show. I I got involved I in and another thing that was you know, yet again irritating yeah. me. I'm reading oh, about irritating. Yeah, I'm reading about how this woman that helped these two men design Pinterest, which is fundamentally a woman's site, uh, designed by women for women yeah, yeah, yeah. to design things and pin things that they want to shop for. Well, this woman with her husband's best friend and another guy sat around and did this thing, and there was no written contract. I mean, she just assumed that if ever made money, she'd make money along with the other two. Then the other two guys take a public, they make billions of dollars, and she doesn't get a penny. Right. That's uh, that's in the New York Times business section today. Uh, Again, how uh, how a woman (laughs) who did the work is given no credit, no credit, monetary or otherwise. Right. So is she suing them? Oh yeah, she's suing him. But I, you know, as usual, I'm reading yeah. the comments, and there's all these men going, "There is no contract, too bad, lady." And I'm going, "At what point do men think that it's cool to steal women's ideas, profit off them, be, you know, be outed as stealing the ideas, and still think it's clever and cute? It's not clever and cute. You're thieves. All without right. Your well, own you are ideas without your own talent to buy, you to steal it, yeah. to become billionaires, and then the woman has to suit. Yeah, it makes me mad because you can tell constant. It's constant. Yeah. And yeah, then you read course. the article and you find out that this she wasn't the only one. Any poor woman that worked there was cheated, abused, and there's complaints all over the place. And this is a yeah. site that is designed for women. Yeah, it's just, it's appalling. And I'm getting, I'm really getting tired of story after story after story. I mean, man, don't you get embarrassed? I mean, really? Uh, And again, the the site you're talking about is Pinterest, which I never understood what it was, but there is. Anyway, that's why I went, and then I looked and went, shit, (laughs) I quick quick called you. Okay, so you are... Yeah, I mean, I was looking at uh, at it uh, as well, although I, I didn't read it because I knew it would piss me off. <laughs> and you know, I, uh, I I have enough things to be 
upset about. I am, no, but, I was but, just scanning through another a good old fraternity boy who steals the fraternity's money to buy his house in Washington D.C. I mean, you know, another guy just going. Please, there's just. I mean, I just awful people behaving badly is is just. But these are rich people always, crimes. These are rich well, people. Who, yeah, you know, the, the, it, it, it's yeah. just. It, it's just. It's just the most base, disgusting stuff. I don't get it. <laughs> well, I, I was reading, speaking of rich people stuff, um, something from ProPublica. Pro this is what had me. Um, and it, it's uh, headlined The Secret IRS Files. Uh, it's a never before seen records reveal how the wealthiest avoid income tax. And, you know, it's just, it, it's nothing that you don't know, but seeing actual numbers. And the funny thing is, is that the, you know, the avuncular grandfatherly Warren Buffett, who has made a point of of saying that <clears throat> his secretary pays a higher tax uh, rate than he does, and how that's just wrong. And so he's come out saying, you know, the rich need to pay more. And then it shows that <laughs> this is for uh, his, he reported $125 million in income. Um, this particular, I'm not sure what year this is. And he paid $23 million in taxes. His wealth growth was $24 billion. His true tax rate, they say, is 0.1%. Well, they're counting his, wait a minute. Okay. The wealth. They're, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, they're, they're taking his, you know, they're taking it as a percentage of the, of the total wealth gain, which means yeah. if, you know, all of anybody had stock in any given year that they had a gain but didn't cash in. It's still right, there. They don't pay we, Right. We don't pay right. taxes on that. You okay, don't, but that, so his wealth growth, his wealth growth that year was 24 plus billion dollars. Right. He paid in taxes 23 million, which is 0.1%. I'm uh, saying that. That's fine. I give you that. Except yeah. the, wait a minute. The problem with the argument is none of us pay taxes on the wealth growth. So that's a that's a stupid comparison. You might say we should pay taxes on the wealth growth, but he's not avoiding taxes on that growth that any of us. No, are I know, avoiding. but they're saying no, I know, but but rich, but regular people don't have wealth growth. They that's get correct. a friggin' paycheck and they live paycheck to paycheck. They don't have a wealth growth. Oh, speaking that's of right. that. I heard something last night that so cracked me up, but this is, again, this is the people who got the money. I have a friend who's got some money, and he went to um, a new financial advisor kind of person, and the financial advisor person was asking him questions that rich people get asked, like, what is it? Um, what are your goals? Uh, what do you want? You know, uh, do you want to make more money? Or do you want to 
preserve what you have? Do you want to be conservative, cautious? Do you want to start giving it away? Do you want this, that, and the other? And he starts thinking, uh, uh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. And so his new financial advisor says, I am going to suggest that you speak with our wealth therapist. Oh, yeah. I know some of those. I know some of those. And let me no, tell so you, the, one that, the first one I yeah. know is such a crackpot. She's a therapist, and all she's trying to figure out is how to get It's how to get the money. And yeah, that's yeah, the sure. therapy. It's for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my wealth well, therapy. I'm going to rip you off. Well, so this is, well, so therapy. the wealth therapist, no, did come <laughs> to his house, and he's had more than one session with her. He's enjoying it immensely. Um, but this is, it, it makes me shoot. Well, calling it, calling it that is disgusting. I mean, you know, it's not therapy. It's helping you understand what your goals are and how, and how to. And well, that is a kind them. of therapy. That is right. a kind of therapy. Right. And it also, in its biggest form, is a way for families to emerge from estate fights as one. Or for families generationally to to go from generation to generation and remain intact as a family so that they don't fight over all of this wealth. I mean, it's just... Money, money. It's like the the Pritzkers, the Pritzker family in Chicago, the Hyatt people, the Governor Pritzker. All of these people have more money than any any one of them could ever use, and yet they sue each other because one cousin got more. Yeah, but that is what happens, and it happens even when people don't have much money, and and over uh, 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 a. you know, someone's estate when somebody dies and it's not anywhere near Pritzker wealth. And it's just uh, people, 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 people. Honest. God. <laughs> so let's stop talking about it. I hate money. You know I do. I hate it, but I'm happily, you know. Well, I've been in Wisconsin. I've been to- watching the tax law, you know, the tax law debates. And there is because as people may or may not know, way back in the day, tax law is pretty much what I practice because um, it's sort of fun. I know that sounds stupid, but it's just like a big puzzle and you got to find your way through the maze as a lawyer. Um, and if you lose, all that happens is some rich guy doesn't, you know, has to pay some money and I can feel bad about it, which is, you know, probably not a great attitude for a tax attorney and why I don't still do it. But, uh, it's it's an actually fun kind of law to practice. Well, for a certain, it wouldn't be for me. <laughs> it would be for you. It isn't for me. God knows. Um, okay, so the great news today, and I've been having trouble finding good news, is that um, another loathsome right-wing radio host is dead. Ah, which one died this time from COVID? Uh, some guy in Colorado, let's see, he was particularly loathsome. Um, his name was <clears throat> Bob Enyart, and um, he died of COVID, and he ran a boycott of vaccinations. Uh, he urged his listeners <clears throat> to <laughs> avoid the vaccines. <clears throat> 
And listen I'm to sorry, what we he should says. Not, we should not be laughing at his death. But you no, know, I don't go to hell with him. Listen to no, no, yeah, karma is big time. He told his listeners to boycott COVID vaccines, quote, to further increase social tension and put pressure on the child killers. Well, can I? Can no. we just no? Don't say don't that don't the child killers are the, well, yeah. are the ones who. I I understand, but he's thinking, of course, uh, of something else. He also has called for the death penalty for women who get abortions. And uh, oh, he used to during the AIDS crisis. He used to uh, celebrate the death of every AIDS victim. Okay, well then let's celebrate. Let's I, well, that's right, that's the, right. To the that, passing that's of, right. of this loathsome human being, I'm raising my this loathsome human being. as we speak. No, he's <laughs> absolutely true. So he's now dead, and he used to celebrate the death of, from AIDS while he uh, played and another one bites the dust. So I'm just saying. Well, fine. you know, I was thinking about it the other day that as as these right wing uh, radio hosts bite the dust one by one, and thinking about your professional career, where wherein uh, your stations, your radio stations, were bought out one after another because you were there. <laughs> I wasn't. I, I was there. Well, no, but we, it just began to feel after a time like uh, wherever you were, that station was going to get bought <laughs> and you were going to get silenced. And I mean, right. after five or six, you know, you begin to feel like there's a wonder uh, Yeah, that you begin to wonder. And I was just thinking it took a little while, but, you know, God, if there is a God, got around to taking care of each one of those people that sought to replace my sister. <laughs> well, God. Uh, I think I only got uh, it was only three, Susan. It wasn't six or seven. Well, that's a lot. Okay, all right, it's a lot. So, also, uh, Ed just sent me this, um, and I had seen. He says that in the same vein, one of Israel's top anti-vaccination activists—I didn't know they—they they had the same kind of nonsense going there. Uh, the last message he put out was for his followers to keep fighting against the shot. And he's now dead of uh, COVID. Isn't that? I, 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 you know, it really is amazing to me that these people can't notice that <laughs> the people that aren't vaccinating are dropping are they, dead. I mean, how, yeah, do they, not, how do you not notice I don't them? know. I don't know. I, it's beyond me. It's magic. Well, they engage in a lot of magical thinking, and the magical thinking is it ain't going to happen to me, I guess. Well, it's, you I know, know. I, it, it's a terrible thing to say, but it's Darwinism at work. Yeah, yeah, it is. It feels that way. And, uh, oh, speaking of Darwinism at work, see, I, I'm i the Segway queen today. Hang on. Segway queen. Okay. <laughs> um. Science section. This is about a company called Colossal, headed by a Harvard 
medical school biologist. What, is it for colonoscopies? No. Oh, you just said oh, colossal. I colossal. I didn't say colon. <laughs> no, no. It's colossal as in woolly mammoth. Oh, they're big. And yes, they're very big. They're colossal. And this is a company that intends and is actively working towards. Oh, I'm birthing a reintroducing a, a them. Yeah. Reintroducing them to Siberia. And when I saw the headline, which was a company aims to restock the woolly mammoth, my only reaction was, oh, Jesus, don't. I mean, this kind of, again, playing God, it is an extinct species. Can I, can and I help they, you out here? Siberia will yeah. be too warm for it'll be. Well, too that's how you absolutely season. agree. They think though the woolly mammoth can help that. It, it, it gets very uh, yes, of course, it's too hot now. But here's they are moving forward, and they hope to produce embryos within two years. What they're going to stick them in an ele- elephant or something? Yeah, well, they do have to use elephants because elephants are the closest uh, species. But they can't have an elephant actually carry the embryo uh, because they already figured that you'd have to do, you know, this in vitro stuff and harvesting. Susan, stop it. Sorry. I'm just trying to make, just getting a glass of water. I'm sorry. Well, it's better um, than coughing. <laughs> well, yeah, but you can put your, you know, whatever. Anyway. Oh, I could so, put my phone on mute. Yes, I could. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Okay. So, so obviously, Asian elephants and woolly mammoths have a, have a common ancestor. So, they're going to use Asian elephants, but they can't figure the way that the elephants would carry the fetus. And so... They are making a huge, colossal, artificial mammoth uterus. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> and they're and this will be essentially a. I don't listen. They're lining this contraption uh, with tissue from from uterine tissue and grown from stem cells and they're going to put some poor little developing egg they've fiddled with um, in there. Now, you know how long it takes to make a, a mammoth in utero? Two years? Two years. Yeah, two years. <laughs> So for two years in this artificial thing, just, this yeah. little okay. this little baby mammoth is going to be developing, and it reaches a weight of two hundred pounds. And here's my thing with science: always these scientists, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Well, that's the ethics part you, of science. 
Well, but that why don't they? Cause there are so many ethical issues here that the mind spins. One, one. So this little baby mammoth resurrected from extinction enters a world with no mother. And think of what you know about elephants. They are extremely social. They're, the, um, um, the bond between a baby elephant and a mother is extraordinarily strong because those babies need their mothers for a long, long time. This poor thing, this manufactured, you know, again, this is someone's friggin' ego creates this living thing. And it could suffer. I mean, really suffer. There are so many questions that it raises. Is it humane? I say no. Who decides where this thing and then are you going to make more and where will they live and how do they even know how to live and what happens if they reproduce entire populations in a place that is no longer hospitable to them? This is nuts. This is people playing God. There's not something better they could do. Well, they got, you know, curing cancer is just so last year. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. Poor little I, I just, woolly mammoth. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, think have, of it. Have you seen that? You, you made me think when you said that they were creating a uterus. Have you seen that ridiculous uh, commercial on TV that is a woman in a pink robe sitting in a pink uh, bedroom claiming that she was her uterus? <laughs> uh No. This is a what? A commercial? It's a commercial for non-hormonal birth control, but it's extremely weird. (laughs) Well, I saw a picture of, I forget what, Starlet or celebrity wearing a dress that was clearly designed to have her look like a giant uterus. I mean, it, it was, yeah, amazing. Anyway... Uh, I just find this uh, so outrageous. And if they get, if this works and they put them out there, they, and they put them in wherever they put them, they will alter, they will not be, uh, they will be an invasive species no matter where they're put because they're whatever's already there doesn't know from woolly mammoths. Right. The world's going on. Oh, God, this just makes me nuts. And the aim of Colossal is to put thousands of woolly mammoths back on the Siberian tundra, even as you noted. It bears no resemblance to the Siberian tundra that their now long dead ancestors roamed. The tundra at that point was a gra- grassland, and it's not grasslands anymore. Unbelievable! I I am so I am so done with humans. 
I, I'm going to hang out with dogs. Dogs are so much better than human beings and they are so their company is preferable. I agree. And, and, and mine's like totally weird. And I even agree with him. You agree with, yeah, you've got a, you know, a slightly, uh, well, definitely on the spectrum dog. And he still is better than hanging out with a human. Well, he is. He comes up and he lays his cheek against my cheek and puts his paw yeah, up on my shoulder and draws me close for a hug. And uh, he means it more than 90% of the humans that give me a hug. Yeah. No, I know. Well, it is true. So, anyway, um, what else do I got here? You know, I, this is not a you, story you, that... Yeah, but, go ahead. I was going to say, did you uh, did you tune on the did you tune into the increasingly who gives a damn Met Gala last night? No, I did not. But I have uh, I have looked at some of the you know outfits uh, today. Yeah, well, it's a fundraiser, right? So what? what you got anything? <clears throat> no, I just, I mean, I was just sitting there thinking in this world today with all of this going on, these, these um, stars, you know, who have all this, you know, and these designers get together for this fun night. And I'm just going, it, for what? I mean, what good does it do? What, who benefits? What's it? And then I just started looking at the pictures and I ended up completely just fascinated by everybody's fingernails, male and female. Really? <laughs> they're all done. Males and yeah. females, they're all done in, in colors. Female nails, now that men have taken over wearing nail polish, uh, female nails are getting scarier and scarier. They're getting long yeah. and long and, and, and pointed. pointed. They look like, and, you know, like, oh, my God, yeah. don't touch me with one of those things. My skin, I know. You know. <laughs> how would anyone want those? Say, how do you even function? Well, I guess these people, it's like, you, used your knuckles. you know, when, you, your when you were in a, a yeah, when yeah, I remember once looking in with just astonishment. This is years ago as I was being checked out of the grocery aisle back in the day when somebody actually checked you out. And this woman had nails at like 20 feet long. I mean, they were curling. It was disgusting. They were like, they'd gone out and then curling and this thing and that. And I thought, how the hell is she supposed to punch? And, and um, yeah, she, she curled up her talons and used her, but I, this is nuts. It's like sort of, it reminded me of like foot binding. Right, they did intentionally right? hobbling yourself, right? Yes, it is totally making what your body uh, incapable of functioning like it is intended to. Anyway, we have a call, okay. so we we head to the phones. Hello, what's the big deal about bringing back the woolly mammoth? I mean, we brought back the Neanderthal, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> the Neanderthal yeah. never never really left uh, is what is what happened. You know, have you ever had your DNA done? Because I have Neanderthal. Yeah, and she's me. got more Neanderthal than I have. I and do, I, even and, though and we're and sisters. I like, and I like I got to point more. that out. She's got more. I like it. I think. Listen, <laughs> I think Neanderthals were be better than Homo sapiens, and the reason they 
they lost the battle is because Homo sapiens is a nasty creature. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a feeling that Neanderthal is a gentler hominid. (laughs) That's what I think. The wrong guys won, as usual. Well, it's coming around, maybe. I mean, you know, this jerk that you were just talking about who just died of AIDS after all the stupid horseshit he's been promoting. No, for, he died of what, COVID. 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, COVID. So, yeah. Um, yeah, between, yeah, with guys like him and DeSantis, I, I'm sure that crowd believes they're all going to heaven. And, and if that's the case, <laughs> I'm glad I'm not going. Shit. I mean, yeah, I know. You, you want to yeah, who'd want to be hell? in heaven wanna... if those people are there? Hey. They're not going to heaven. <laughs> There's no way. Um, I, I ran into a friend. We were walking dogs yesterday. I ran into a friend yesterday, and somehow she got on the topic of, like, she isn't vaccinated yet. And she's like, oh, I Jesus. just don't know. And I'm like, well, oh, you know. I, I, I said, you know, Debbie, I'm like, you know, I... I got the vaccination, and this, after the second one, I was I was down for a day. But you know, after all the crap our veterans have been through for the past twenty years, it's the least I could do, and it's it's part of my contribution. It's my duty. She didn't yeah, have did that? Did that, that sway her? Did that sway her? It, it, it shut her it up. Shut her up for a second. <laughs> well, I, I you know, know I have no. I have zero patience for these people. Zero. I'm done with them. Finished. That's it. They can all drop dead as far as I'm concerned. Their their ignorance and outrageous selfishness is just mind. Well, and at this point, they're killing I, I people. Like they're trying to kill my grandchildren, and I'm and yeah, I'm a little, they're killing yeah. people. Yeah, Wait, they're pro life. So, what are you talking about? No, yeah. Well, you just next time you see her, tell her fuck you. That's from me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it doesn't have to be from you. Lynn told me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want <laughs> you to say. I just want to send you this message. <laughs> Fuck you. you. Okay? There. We did it. Okay. Thank you. Good. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Boy. <laughs> Susan. Sending yeah. it out to you. Okay. I came across this a while ago, and I, I am so flummoxed. And it occurs to me that um, you can maybe... Let me see how you react to this. A Michigan man has won his battle to be compensated for the porn collection his parents threw away. <laughs> now, oh, well, I, I, no. I, I'm really interested because I got a long list of things that I'd like to sue mother about for throwing away. Yeah, I know, because we had a mother who threw everything that belonged to us away. I, I, you couldn't find a thing that suggests we even were children who lived. No, and house. I mean, these were like, well, there are like formal yeah, that right. I would draw in my, yeah. and our grandmother would just make for me you know these were yes well they're gone and they're gone right no i know so so but this is a little different okay so okay he's he's succeeded in his suit his parents threw his porn collection away he is now 43 years old now listen to this he sued his parents two years ago for destroying 14 boxes 
of porn and sex toys that he had while he was living with them. So wait, he's then in his 40s and he's living with his parents and his porn in their and house. Sex toys. <laughs> yes, and his sex toys. Well, they can counter. And, and his father, when he did it, said, I did you a favor, a big favor, by tossing that disgusting stuff out. Now, here's the question. He, these the parents have got to compensate him. Thirty thousand four hundred forty. They won. He won. He won. Well, they need to countersue for room and board and the uh, parents. How did that? Well, how wouldn't that have been part of the suit? How does he get to camp in their house? And well, I mean, they need a new lawyer. It's over. He is. He he has to pay. They have to pay him thirty thousand four hundred dollars for his sex toys and porn. Can you imagine? No. And no. Where is they where is have to pay? I don't know. It just says Michigan. They they have to pay fifteen thousand in legal costs. Well, yeah, because they lost. Yeah. Okay, so that's almost forty six thousand dollars. They're out. Oh, good. No, more than that, they're out that, and they lost a son, and he lost parents. Isn't that lovely? Well, you're assuming that, but I I assume so. Uh, well, I wouldn't talk uh, to the creep again, would you? I mean, I don't. I wouldn't have wanted no. to talk to him. You know, I would have picked him up, you know, gingerly with gloves and put him outside the front door a long time ago. But. <laughs> <laughs> Why gingerly? Well, because God only knows. <laughs> I have <just> <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm well, we're car? having such an wait, uplifting wait. day today. Okay, get the call. No, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Okay, who has ventured in? Hello? Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, Lynn. You were talking. Yeah. You're Sisters talking about grandchildren. My twelve-year-old grandson has COVID. Oh, no. yeah, and his mom and dad, my son, our son, no. are they don't have the vaccine. Daughter-in-law, they never got Trumpers. vaccinated. So they're Trumpers, and he's mad at the school for not communicating. And I told my wife, I said, I don't say nothing, but look in the mirror. It's you and all the other people out there that caused your son to get vaccine or the uh covid which right. is really what could you do and hopefully it seems like he's gonna be all right but i don't know i just i just shake my head i and so he's still, at obviously he's in their house with covid they're all they're in uh, lockdown they're yeah he has a daughter and then there's my son and my son well i i mean wouldn't you think that the odds are pretty good that they'll all get it how long has that been so. going on and in Beaver School District here in Beaver County, I don't know, the 60 of the staff and students, I don't know if they have it, but they've been exposed to it or have it. So they're shutting no, down that section of the They're school. shutting down the school. Yeah. yeah. For, a week, for only a week. I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> but Yeah, um, there are schools. There's a school in the Woodland Hills District that has 
been shut down. And I guess the one you're talking about and we'll, you know, out there in Trump country, I'm betting all these schools will end up being shut down. Yeah. It's It's unbelievable in this area. It's tough even leaving in Pennsylvania more. It's Kentucky, Vania or whatever you call it. You know, they have a name for it. Because <laughs> Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Yes, Pennsylvania. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah, Tucky, Pennsylvania. Tucky, Tucky, I call it. Whatever. But anyway, we live close to Ohio and West Virginia, so we have all those fools coming. I ain't kidding. They, no masks, no nothing. They come over to our local Walmart, and it's, it's. I say I'd like to move out of here completely and find a democratic state, but I don't know. Well, really, move into the city. Huh? Yeah. No. Who's yeah. You know. You, yeah. Are where you are. So whatever. No. We're surrounded by fucking yes. fools. Well, I hope your grandson uh, mends quickly. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Can you it's say? unbelievable. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. okay thank thanks. you. Bye. Bye. Damn. 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 So yeah, it's it's crazy, and the fact that. And I, you know, it really, it is amazing to me that the correlation between people who would be screaming that, you know, that, that abortion is murder and are the same people that are actively working to kill their own children. And I don't get it. But they don't get it. There's no, they obviously don't get it. They're incapable of connecting dots. I don't know. They don't get it. It becomes um, deliberate. It's deliberate in ignorance after a point. They're, everything yeah. they need to know is here for them. They choose yeah. not to know. And I don't excuse that. And, you know, the, the, the reading of the country's mood about this is right. And about 60% of us are getting very angry at the other 30% of us because our lives are impacted by these buffoons. It's I enough know. already. Well, uh, more more than enough already. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, Everybody in this country would have been on iron lungs if this group had been around during polio. You know what's odd? I saw that, yeah, the Mississippi, the state of Mississippi, how the hell this happened, I don't know. They have some of the least forgiving vaccine mandates regarding childhood vaccination than anybody. They have yep. no religious exemption. They got in Mississippi. They got nothing. You get effing vaccinated, or your kid's not in school. And then COVID. So how can a state that goes that it has that kind of a mandate for every other vaccination? Because they unlearned what they used to know. They unlearned what they used to know. No, well, I think it's because they don't want to give a Democratic president a win. They want him to be brought down. It it gives a whole new meaning to I'd rather die. Yeah, I'd rather die. And in fact, the the co-host, perhaps we ought to educate these people. That's an expression. You aren't supposed to really mean it. (laughs) Well, the co-host of the most recent deceased right-wing radio host uh, is quoted as saying, 
you know, he was one of the most brilliant, wonderful human beings I ever yeah, right. knew. And I'm sure that if he could, you know, do it all over again, he would do the exact same thing. So okay. his co-host said he would die. Yeah. He would go down dying. He, he, for the fight. And it's a political so Rather than admit they're that willing he was to die. stupid idiot and he was wrong, I just, he, would, he would prefer to die. Well, you know, I've been saying this about Trumpers for a long time. At a certain point, having swallowed so much guff, the humiliation of admitting how you were used and conned is, is yeah. overwhelming and you just refuse. I guess. So you have to dig in. You yeah. have to dig in because otherwise you have to admit what a total putz you were. Idiot. Yeah, right. Well, hey, so today uh, is where Gavin Newsom is, uh, you know, facing the recall. And yeah, I I'm, hope for, all... I'm, for, I'm rooting for Kendall Jenner, aren't you? Or, or what's her name? Yeah, I don't know. Like Caitlin. 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 I can't get all these K's straight. Really? Is that the name? Is it Caitlin, Caitlin Jenner? Yeah. yeah. Screw them all. All right. So I have a... Uh, something that I want to talk about, which is if you're not mad already, you'll get mad. It's something else to be mad about, guys. <laughs> well, you have to take your anger with a spoonful of laughter. Go ahead. Yeah. Not that the, yeah, there is no dearth of things to be agitated about and freaked about. But there was an article in the New York Times, I don't know when, Sunday maybe that I read, it was a long article, that so blew me away. This is um, an investigative piece, and it has to do with, I mean, it's a, it's a part of our wondrous healthcare system in this country. So, you know, we're slogging into nightmare territory here even though you don't know where exactly, what corner I'm going into. But I'm going into nursing homes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where we warehouse our elderly now. And the investigation shows, well, here, I'm just going to give you one stat that came out of this. In the less than in the last nine years or eight years, the number of nursing home residents in this country diagnosed with schizophrenia has increased by seventy percent, and they got that number by because Medicare keeps track. 70% diagnoses for schizophrenia. Now, what strikes you as odd about that? First of all, schizophrenia is one of those diseases that when it manifests itself, it manifests at what age, Susan? Uh, usually late 20s, early 20s. Yeah, or, or early 20s to late. It's in your 20s. Maybe in a little your 20s, late teenage to 20. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is a disease that comes on at that point. So the 
people who are being diagnosed as schizophrenic in nursing homes are way, way beyond that. But all of a sudden they're getting a diagnosis of schizophrenia. So here, one in nine residents of nursing homes in this country has the diagnosis. One in nine. What is the what is the rate of schizophrenia in the general population? Oh, oh. One in 150. Right. I was going to say one in 100, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. One in 150 people have schizophrenia. And it doesn't occur to them that dementia might, uh, you know, mimic the signs. They don't uh, even give a damn, it turns out. One in nine. And it's a do the diagnosis of schizophrenia for one reason and one reason only. Oh, they get so to, they uh, can yeah they get, they get to, to put charge. them in medicinal straitjackets. Oh, so no. they you got them into, you, they they're drugging them into oblivion. Hell no. <gasps> it's an antipsychotic medicine that they are giving to this country's grandparents and parents and old people that are stuck in these homes who may be crotchety or maybe a a bother the way you deal with them is you medically straight back at them you make them drooling zombies and this is cheaper than hiring more staff to deal with them. Of course. So the this investigative piece is such a condemnation of nursing homes, of us, of the pharmaceutical industry, which openly pushes this kind of thing. Of, you know, label uses of their drugs. Um, And up to one in five nursing home residents are on some kind of antipsychotic medication. Now that's ridiculous because dementia is not psychosis. No. And where, where are the, well, you see, the problem is, is where are the families? Why aren't they asking? Why are they? But first of all, where are the questions? Well, they, well, believe me, there are families involved in these things and they get asked questions and pushed away. You know what? uh, For the last two years, the families have not been able to get into these places, right? Yeah. And you would think that, oh, this is happening at like really poor badly run places. But no, they're finding that nursing homes with the highest ranking, five-star ranking, I guess this is something that uh, the Department of Health and Human Services does so that when you're looking for a nursing home to put someone you care about in, you check how highly ranked it is. So there's this one uh, facility which is a five-star, beautiful place. 
and 31% of their residents were found to be drugged to the oh hill. A third. Oh my, oh my God. I mean, so, okay. it, it, you know, it, it, it's, so the government starts noticing this, that Haldol is being given out, by, you know, left, right, and center. And so they try to limit the use and they have, they now it has to be reported um, how many are on uh, Haldol. And so what happens? They switch the drug. They find a drug that is technically, it's not an antipsychotic. You have to report antipsychotics that you're giving to these people. So then they find a drug that is an epilepsy drug. It's called Depakote. And man, the company that makes Depakote, which happens to be Abbott Labs, started pitching this epilepsy drug as a way to sidestep the law that these nursing homes could not use drugs as chemical restraints, essentially, straitjackets. So there's a lot of people now in nursing homes that are getting this drug. They don't have oh, epilepsy. You know, you know what? You know what really gets me angry? If if they want to keep these people calm, ten milligrams of edible indica, you know, marijuana THC uh, would would do exactly the same thing, and those people would not be comatose. They'd just be calm and happy. I mean, you know, there might be a certain amount of agitation that they're dealing with and all that stuff, but that's exactly what THC uh, of certain strains treats and treats without gorking out people. I mean, why not just kill them? Yeah. Well, they are killing them because this does kill them. They get so drugged that they don't eat. They don't move around. There's a, just a unbelievably, uh, well, you know, so now that tells you that the next question you have to ask when you're, you know, for those of you who really are faced with having no choice, but be because of the level of care needed, but to put a, family member in a nursing home, you have to ask for that statistic. How many people, how many diagnoses of schizophrenia do you have here? Don't ask them how they're and treated. How do you know, and how do you know if you're being told the truth? How do no, you know? know? Well, then I'd start walking around and seeing how many gorked out people I saw. It's, I, it's really, ugh. The bottom line is always that no matter where you put a loved one, it is always your primary responsibility to make sure their care is appropriate and to be on top of it every step of the way. Because the the default position of a nursing home is to keep everybody calm and quiet and to need the least work possible. That's exactly right. Those, It's hard to attract help. Now there are COVID mandates. They can't get help. Uh, you know, it's it's an issue. Well, it's, they, it's, in it's fact, the nursing home, the fact that the, we don't pay people, we don't pay people. That's right. According to the that's difficulty right. of their work, so it's no. Their it's, uh, nursing home yeah. employment, in fact, is down more than two hundred thousand jobs since early last year, 
its staffing is at its lowest level since 1994, even as the population ages. And it's because these horrifyingly god-awful companies that own these things don't pay people enough no. to do that. And when you and when work. you figure out how much how you know <laughs> those places that are extraordinarily expensive because they're charging you for full time, you know, for for yeah. those employees, but then they are not right. providing them or paying them properly. But they haven't dropped what they're charging. They're just skimming off all those profits. It's an extraordinarily uh profitable. Oh yeah. 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 As they as they uh, take every last red cent of these people's money, I mean anyone who's been through this particular nightmare dance of putting a loved one in a nursing home uh, knows. It, I mean I have friends who you can't even bring this subject up without them just becoming insane, just crazed. Um, and here's the thing: in this whole big investigation that is so just so horrifying. If a nursing home is found to have violated the rules, what happens to them? Oh, somebody shrugs their shoulders really angrily. That's right. Yeah, nothing. Pretty much nothing. Homes that violate rules face few consequences. I mean, uh, you know, it, it should be mammoth monetary fines. I mean, and and then they should be, and then if it's found to be in that situation, they should be open to lawsuits by the people that have been inappropriately drugged. And well, who are, this, who the f are the doctors that are saying they're all schizophrenic? Well, Sue's here. I'll read you the first, uh, the second paragraph of this long story. The handwritten doctor's order was just eight words long, but it solved a problem for Dundee Manor, a nursing home in South Carolina. The patient was a 63-year-old with dementia, and he was agitated. So the doctor wrote, they've got it in writing, add diagnosis of schizophrenia. For use of Haldol. That's and and this guy was on his way to being dead. His widow is suing. So his particular story plays out. He had he he was never he never had schizophrenia. So the doctor who wrote that shouldn't have a license because he's obviously there's got to be doctors left, right, and center doing this. Well, of course. Well, how do they have licenses? Well, because no one sues them and nobody makes a complaint to the medical authorities and nobody drums them out. And they're just like every other doctor or, or, or human being that seems to think that money is more important than everything else. And I'm going to get me as much as I can. This is a, we are putting you are describing a situation where people are handing over their beloved parents to rapacious people, all of whom are mm -hmm. going to try and mm -hmm. steal everything from them while they're mm -hmm. trying to sort of keep the person alive without any trouble for as long as they can so they can fleece you and but not have to actually give any care.
Yeah, every single one. The doctor, you should go after the doctor that writes that script. And every single doctor should be called upon to justify the schizophrenia thing. And uh, I mean, they just it's just appalling to me. Yeah, and it is. It's agitated dementia and why you can't put down agitated dementia. And that's what THC, which costs nothing. And is a weed that an, that that nobody has to produce. That's why they don't give that because that would be inexpensive. Well, somebody and, does and, have to produce it, but yeah, but well, yeah, someone has not to produce it. But I'm just telling it's you, it's a naturally it's, growing it, substance. Yes, and it is the it is one of the more effective treatments for agitation in dementia. So the, 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 the kind of, if they don't say schizophrenia, they're also saying Huntington's disease, Tourette's syndrome. They have all these things that they can put down. Oh, yeah, because people get Tourette's um, when they're 80. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, it's, so it says these diagnoses rose even as nursing homes were reporting a decline in the behaviors associated with <laughs> schizophrenia. For instance, the number of residents experiencing delusions has fallen regularly, and that would be a schizophrenic. Right. It is just, it is, and there's no oversight. We have have the most screwed up healthcare in this country. Well, that's because it's all for profit. Exactly right. We have built the profit incentive into every single step, and doing that creates more steps. You know, I got to tell you, when you look at this country and the promise it had, and and you look at where we've ended up, I think at the very top is of what's sent us down the wrong path is our worship of capitalism. And that everything capitalism, the thoughts of yes, but that's what yeah, unregulated capitalism that everybody gets to make a buck on everything, and that value is all about money, not about quality of life, not about anything else. Money, 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 and that's what capitalism teaches you. And we are, we are, this country is. Even as capitalism rises, uh, this country's going down. The best parts of this country are going down. Capitalism creates selfishness, the kind of selfishness we see, the kind of me, 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 and only me. Uh, It's just, well, we made our bed in, man. We are lying in it. Yep. Yep. Well, okay, that was depressing. That was depressing. I was going to stick to the same thing. <laughs> nice way to end the show. Listen, what can I do? I no, I, I don't read but, uh, a you know, ton. When, when, I, when, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think people should know about this? I mean, I if I had do. someone. Yeah. And I think anybody that's got anybody. That is, uh, you know, disappearing in front of their eyes. They should ask this question. You, you demand know? to see you. Anyone who's got anyone in a nursing home, you demand to see the meds they are taking, and this that new one they're doing, the epilepsy drug. 
it can be crumbled up and just stuck on someone's food and no one would know. And that the pharmaceutical company that Abbott would openly be telling nursing homes, you know, their, their sales reps go into these homes and say, that's that. Do you know how many that's that's the first job out of college for 50 percent of the young people? Yeah. Is a drug company yeah. representative. I know it's a bad job. And, and I mean, in all those commercials on TV so that people ask for drugs they don't need. Yeah, that they don't need. They I mean, the day that we decided that people should be advertised, be advertised. Yeah. You know, that as if you could go and buy them yourself. You can't. You know what? And, and yet, you know, people from other countries who come here and they see, oh, Paul. They, they're watching TV, they can't believe what they're seeing. But that's, again, part of our health care system. It's all capitalist. It's sell people stuff. Make them want it. Market it, market it, market it. It has nothing to do with your well-being. Well, and we've had this conversation like the pre-alopecia stuff, I mean, the pre-osteoporosis stuff, you know, which yeah, yeah, yeah. says medicalized that you're going, you're getting older. Right. So osteopenia, I remember when I was told you have osteopenia right. and I said, well, oh my God, what's that? Well, your bones are starting to, you know, lose uh, density. And it turns out, yeah, I was in my sixties and your bones lose density. It's not a disease. It's called normal aging. But what they want to do is but, put you on a drug. No, but they medicate us. They started jaw. putting me on. Yeah. No, that's right. They put me on meds. I stopped taking them a, a, yeah. after a year when I saw these reports that people's right. jaws were falling out. I have a friend who had to have a rod stuck in her leg because her thigh bone went. The, the drugs were actually hurting. I mean, I, and yeah. those drugs are still are still oh, they're still telling out they're there. still telling women that they're that they have this disease called you're about to get something and we should treat it oh god it makes you insane no you really oh, got to well. be your own advocate people you got to be your own advocate you got to ask questions and if your doctor gets mad too bad fuck him yeah okay well on that note We've told a lot of people to get fucked today, but what the hell? I know. We're bad. I'm sorry. We're bad, and I'm sorry, too, and kind of. Okay? Bye. Susan, thank you. Are you driving up to Green Bay? I am. I'm going to go pack right now and hop in the car Mm -hmm. and go be with mom for the Jewish holiday. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Have an easy fast. (laughs) Yeah, an easy fast. There's no such thing as an easy fast. (laughs) Okay. L. Goodbye. Bye. All right, you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. And then no show on Thursday because that's when I'm doing my so not easy fast. Okay. That's Yom Kippur. All right. Stay cool. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com.
The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.